Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Starting hour number three on a trash talking Tuesday. And that's right. It'll be your time to shine later this hour. In about 35 minutes, you can call in and trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. You have about 30 or 40 seconds to do so. So get your takes ready. Was it last week, Rob? We had a really good one last week. Yeah, last week was good. Everybody knows their role, Chris. They uh, come prepared, ready to go. Yep, yep. So and, uh, uh, come, come correct. Yes, come Trash correct. Talking has been very good, guys. So we appreciate you chiming in. And we'll give you a chance to talk without interrupting you, giving you your say. Yep, and we've got trolling and rolling as well at the bottom of this hour. I don't want to jinx right, myself, but... Uh, I picked two NBA games on shekels, and uh, I'm happy with where they are. That's all. Well, I just I just talked about my upset alert, and then uh, the Rams promptly marched down the field and tied the that's game. Great. So you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, that well, that's not the game I had. I just didn't pick that. I'm looking at NBA games with 20 point leads. Well, you know your 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 uh, Washington football team is now down seven. Well, that's no good. I still got 10 points. I still got 10. Only down 17 10. Yes, yes. Yes. All right. um, But also, Rob, the Lakers play uh, Phoenix tonight. They host Phoenix. Phoenix is favored by seven in Staples or the Crypt or whatever the heck it's called these days. That's, man, favored by seven in your own building? They have no respect for the Lakers right now. And with no AD, Chris, uh, even with LeBron and Russell, you would think that that still would give you in the NBA, right? right. A fair shot at most games, right? A fair yeah, shot. Yeah, and I said this early on TV today, Rob. I, LeBron, to me now, is kind of like, and I guess this can happen as you, at the beginning of your career and the end of your career when you're an all-time great player. I think he's kind of like he was in his second and third years. Now, you might say, wow, how? Like, obviously, he's a smarter player and all of that. But, Rob, in his second and third seasons, he was clearly one of the best players in the world. Like, top 10 but in the third win. season. even they didn't win games. Right. right. He right. couldn't control winning or impact winning like he right. could in his prime once he really and got you know, remember, Rob, there. You LeBron know, used to Detroit. take dudes. Right. This team in his prime? You can't tell me he couldn't have turned his team into a top seed in a conference. Right. But that, Back that's, when he his prime? He's, he's just not there anymore. Right. right. He still can put up great numbers, and, and he still can, you know, is one of the best players in the world, but he's not controlling the game anymore and not just going to, you know, just take over and we're going to win tonight, and that's all there is to it. Uh, so we'll see. But in, uh, Rob G told me this, and, and this is really sticking in Rob G's craw, Rob. Uh-oh. Uh, LeBron apparently, Rob G, you can hop on if you want. Uh, LeBron apparently walked into the arena tonight with a cigar in his hand. Now, Rob G, wasn't smoking it, was he? 
It was lit, but it was in his hand. No, it was he, he, lit. Yeah, he had a he had his mask on, so we couldn't be smoking it. But it was lit in his hand. So he had I, just I been smoking it. Apparently, I don't get it. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I don't even if you. I mean, first of all, yeah, I don't like if he if he was smoking a cigar before the game. I mean, why? Um, but it's like remember he walked in drinking wine. Now he was off that night. He was hurt. I think when he. Had the it glass just didn't of look wine. right, though. But it, I, yeah, I, it, it just, it's just, just not it, necessary. Like, what? Just, why? What kind of do that? Do that on your make? own time, Chris. You don't have to. Pu- you know, the cameras are on you. You're whether you like it or not. You're like a role model. I just think like there's certain things you just don't. If you don't have to, I. If it's a and that's a stuff, statement too, right? Like that's not. Oh, the the cameras caught me with a cigar right. in my hand. That's. You're trying to say something, but I You're just don't know what, what that is. What what positive statement is that making? You know, we don't care. Yeah. We, I mean, we, you know, we're not worried. We're not flustered. Okay, but is that know, it? We that no care the, in the I world. Is that what, what that is? Right. I, I don't. Yeah, maybe. But uh, we'll see what they do tonight, and uh, if he can light up a celebratory cigar after this game. But all right, Rob. Um, Urban Meyer. Uh, went on a media spree Sunday, I believe it was, or this weekend, and kind of told his side of the story. And he got some uh, defense uh, defenders. Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio, who does the great show, Two Two Pros and a Joe with LeVar Arrington and our buddy Jonas Knox. And then Jimmy Johnson, who is a good friend uh, of Urban Myers, reportedly, and uh, Jimmy Johnson said on Fox pregame show, I was watching this live, Rob, but he said that uh, basically Urban, there was a lot of backstabbing going on. Um, he said when he was in Dallas, like he told Urban, look, you, you, your first year is going to be ugly. You're going to lose a lot. And he, he was 1-15 his first year in Dallas, Rob. And he said the difference was, though, that he, when he was in Dallas, he had his entire coaching staff from college, his administrative assistant from college, his PR director, his trainer, all from college. And he said, we were all on the same page. And then he said Urban didn't have that in Jacksonville. And there was a lot of backstabbing. This is a direct quote. One thing or the other because he didn't have his people. But he did pick his staff, Rob. So I, I, they might not have been the exact guys you had at Ohio State, but well, you, and you, you can't do that, Chris, because you know people have jobs already, right? Like he hasn't been right. coaching for a couple of years. What people waiting around waiting for him? Exactly. They're, they're at other places, right? Yep. With their families. I mean, Ryan gotten, Day is freaking the head coach. Exactly. For Ohio State. So, so you can't. It's not automatic. And, and like you said, it's, it was his staff, though. He did pick those guys ultimately. Right. So, but yeah. you so you saw Jimmy Johnson and Brady Quinn, you know they really defended. Here's what Brady said: um, he just defended him. He said he well, really well, didn't this, have a this chance. This is the problem you have. And we've heard Lavar on here say that they didn't give him a fair chance. And 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 it's none of it's true. And and the problem that you have, and I'm going to just call it out. This is this is the problem when you have quote unquote media members who are friends with people and they're in bed with each other. Okay, I'm just, this is what happens. So they're friends with Urban Meyer. They're going to make it as if it's everybody else's fault. The media had it in for him. People were backstabbing him. Urban Meyer did this stuff. Not. I would love to hear Brady Quinn say, oh, yeah, the media made him leave his team behind. I mean, let, let his team take off. He stayed in Columbus and, and got a lap dance uh, that everybody recorded. Or that he kicked the player 
uh, in the preseason, okay? Or that um, he called his uh, the guys that he hired to come work with him losers. Right. I mean, who, nobody – the media didn't do any of that, Chris. Right. Or that he hired Chris Doyle. He hired him, and he stood up there at the podium and defended the guy up and down, Chris, when everybody knew that was a bad hire. Brady Quinn, Jimmy Johnson, LeVar Arrington, answer those questions. Stop putting it on the media because he's a friend or you like him or you were on the set with him. No, he did it to himself. He sabotaged himself. The media didn't do that. Oh, this backstab and oh, and, and, you know, they just didn't like him. Oh, and, 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 and he didn't give him a, a chance. Who was the coach in Denver? Vance Joseph? Chris, how many years did he get? Right. He got one year. Coach in Arizona, I can't even remember his name, who got fired after one year. It wasn't it Vance Before Joseph? Before Cliff Kingsbury. No, Steve Wilkes. Vance Steve Joseph Wilkes. was in Denver. I'm- Steve Wilkes. Joseph did get more than one year, by the way. Steve Wilkes. That's his name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Steve, Steve Wilkes, Wilkes got one year. But, but coaches have been fired after one year, Chris. Yes. The time had come. If he wasn't Urban Meyer, the college legend, right? When he left, when he stayed behind in Columbus, Chris, almost any other coach would have been fired right then and there. They didn't pull a plug because of his resume. And who he was. They know that. You're right. Come on. And first of all, Urban Meyer was not fired because they were 2-11. Okay, he would have survived a bad season. Nobody expected him. I don't think Shad Khan expected. He might not have expected 2-11, but he didn't expect him to come in and turn that team around immediately, I don't think. So that wasn't the issue. It wasn't that they they did give him a fair shot, and he would have gotten next year. I'm quite certain of it. But he, to your point, Rob, I mean, it wasn't a witch hunt. Urban Meyer did these things, Chris. I didn't even mention Tim Tebow in people's face. Right to your point, he hired Chris Doyle, and then essentially said, "Yeah, I did it." What? Exactly. I mean, really. That's what and he did. And then we found out a day later, what? You better get rid of him because you got some <laughs> black players on the team, all right? Right. That you need, all right? And then he, the, the fine, I mean, that wasn't a huge deal, but there was the fine, remember, in the offseason workouts. Then to your point, Tim Tebow, again, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing him in and I'm switching him to tight end, a position he's never played. Like, the arrogance. And, and, and fine, he, he was arrogant. That, that's not a crime. But everything he did, even with Josh Lambeau, Rob, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick who I want. He's lucky. That he He kicked him. He is so lucky that Josh Lambeau didn't get up and beat him down. Uh, I mean, uh, because grown men, like, if I come up to you, Rob, and just kick you, you're within your rights to start hitting me. We will fight. Ain't nobody right, kicking I mean, me. Right. These right. are we grown men. Right. You shouldn't be doing it to kids either, but I'm just saying it's a like now we're grown men. And, and and Chris, I do want to add one last thing. When I say this, and I talk about Brady Quinn and and Jimmy Johnson and all these guys and, and LeVar Arrington. Dude, 
you can be friendly with somebody, but if they make a mistake, you got to call it out like you see it. Just, all right, you remember the Tom Brenneman story in Cincinnati, right, Chris? Longtime broadcaster. His dad, Marty Brenneman, is a friend of mine. Tom's a friend of mine. When that thing went down and he got caught on a hot mic using the F word, talking about gay people, you remember? Right, right. I called him out. It don't mean I don't like Tom. Right. What he did was wrong, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit up here and say him and Hall because right. I know him. Or he treated me great when I was in Cincinnati. You don't have to do that. And if your friend who's done something wrong gets mad at you because I'm doing my job, then, then I have to live with it. But I'm not going to compromise myself. And if you guys want to keep listening to these guys and understand most of them, most of them are in bed. They got connections because of agents and friends and all kinds of entanglements. And they're not going to be real with you. And they want to blame the media. Don't listen to them because it's crap. It's 100% well, that's why crap. You've, that's why you have the media because the media is supposed to be independent of all that. All right. And here's another thing that Urban Meyer said, Rob, as he was making his round Sunday on the media. He said, you know, he was talking about the things he did. He said, just society has changed. You think how hard you pushed. I believe there is greatness in everybody, and it's the coach's job to find that greatness, however you do that. Positive encouragement, pushing them to be greater, making them work harder, identifying flaws, trying to fix them. I think everything is so fragile right now, and that includes coaching staffs. When I got into coaching, coaches weren't making this kind of money and they didn't have agents. Everything is so fragile where it used to be team, team, team. Here's what he's saying, Rob. Like, and I agree. You know, I'm, I'm kind of an old school guy. I don't mind tough, hard coaching. And, and I do think in a lot of ways society's gotten too soft. And you've got a lot of people that never I, played a sport at any level determining, well, that's too rough, that's too rough. But there's a happy medium. A lot of things that went on back in the day were wrong. They were over the line. Bobby Knight, who Rob coached our friend, friend of the show, Isaiah Thomas, legend. Yes. And Isaiah loves him. But Bobby Knight, and he was a legend. I went to his basketball camp in sixth grade. Did he, he slap you us. around? <laughs> no, I mean, I was a tough little kid. No, I'm just saying. But he did, Rob, it was great. He came and talked to us, and he showed his film and talked about the film. He, he was great at the camp with those little kids. But, Rob, a lot of the things he did, he had a whip at practice at times. He, he, was, he choked the kid. That's what ultimately was his downfall. He threw a chair across the court once. Like, Bobby Knight was over the top. You could say, oh, that's old school. No, it, he went too far. And some of the old school coaches went too far. And I get Urban Meyer feeling like, man, when I came in, and even, heck, when he was probably at Ohio State a few years ago, you could do, you know, you could say what you wanted. You're the head ball coach, as he said, and what you say goes. But even then, it was probably too far over the top at times of what he did, Rob. And it's a different day. And so there's a happy medium. Again, I don't think we need to go too soft where you can't yell you can't correct. You can't reprimand with force and things like that. But we don't want to go back to what it was in the old days either where coaches were just 
running amok and, and the, the players, you know, you could do anything you wanted to him. So um, it's not an, you can't kick a kid no matter what, even at Ohio State. You, you, you kicking somebody, like I said, he's lucky nobody got up and, and smacked him around. All right, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Trash talking Tuesday in a couple of minutes. So get ready. In about 10 minutes, you can call in. Trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. All right, Rob Parker's got a bone to pick with a young NBA star. We'll get to that next. Odd Couple, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob, interesting story in Memphis uh, with Ja Morant. Now, you know how great Ja Morant is. I mean, the dude, he's not only an awesome player, but his style of play is spectacular. Like, oh, he's, he's one of to watch. He's, oh, my he's gosh. Yes. And he was great last year in the playoffs. They, they beat yep. the uh, And Warriors. he's led them to wins. Yeah, he no, led no, them to no. the playoffs. He's, yeah. he's, he's uh, not just empty calories. No, he's one of those guys. I'd be If I was a fan of that team, I'd be thrilled to have him for the next 10 or 12 years. Yes, hopefully, if you're in Memphis. And, and Rob, of course, he was a, an AAU teammate in high school, Zion Williamson. They were in the same draft. And right now, and, and it'll probably end up being the case, Rob, he's going to be the player. He's going out of the two. I mean, Zion is great when he plays, but that's few and far between as far as when Zion plays. But anyway, Ja was hurt himself, had a little knee injury, sprain, uh, averaging 24 points, um, five and a half boards, seven assists per game. But while he was out, Rob, now Memphis was good with him. They were right there in uh, fifth, sixth seed, fourth they kept winning, the sixth Chris, seed or whatever. They did more than keep winning, Rob. They went 10 and two. 10 and two. All right, and I'm not talking about on the steering wheel. They went 10 and two without <laughs> John ja Morant. Oh, All right, driving and, in teacher now, 10 and two. Hey, right. hey, hey. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Ja comes back last night, and they actually lost uh, last night. And he comes back. And so some of the fans in Memphis were on him. And Ja said this after the game. During the game, running down the court, I heard some of our fans courtside tell me I needed to sit back down. Mean, you know, meaning go away. We were fine without you. Uh, these were the same fans who were shouting MVP, MVP earlier in the season. I'm just frustrated. Normally, y'all have seen it. When anybody says something negative about me, it fuels me. But tonight, the remarks from the fans actually hurt. I'm going to do what I normally do and bounce back, and I'm very excited for this next game. So that's John Morant. Rob, your thoughts? Uh, he shouldn't let the views of a few fans. You, you can't be that sensitive playing sports. I mean, great players have been booed by the home crowd. I, I remember Chris, uh, and this was this was probably painful to watch. I was at the Palace, and Barry Sanders had quit. You know, retired early from the Lions. He's at a Pistons game with his son, and they mm. put him up on the. Big screen, you know, over the court. Right. And they booed the hell out of Barry Sanders. Mm, mm, Boo, mm. I, Chris, they booed the he- hell out of him. 
Wow. And I felt bad for Barry. You know what I mean? Like a great right. player, right. whatever. Great but guy. People, right. We're frustrated. We're, we're mad that he, you know, he quit prematurely. And that nobody had heard from Barry. And that was like his first public appearance, you know? So uh, now Barry works for the Lions. He's a part of the organization. All's forgiven. He's an icon in Detroit. Everybody doesn't hold against him. My point is. Things like that happen. Fans, right? A fan is derived from the word fanatic. That means that people care positively and negatively. The worst thing you want is when people don't care either way. So right. that's just a part of it. You know, like he shouldn't let that bother him too much. You've got to be yeah, careful like not being, to be too sensitive. Right. I mean, it's like being so sensitive that you block people on Twitter. Hello? You know what I'm saying? Like, like a person Hello? says, your take was stupid. <laughs> you know what? I'm blocking you. <laughs> Rob, I, you didn't make any sense today. Guess what? You too. I'm blocking you. Play the song. <laughs> hey, Alex, you got the song yes, handy? Where's the song? My goodness. You got nerve talking about sensitive. It's my Twitter and I'll block if I want to. Block if I want to. Block if I want to. Come on, Chris. You You know what? Bring it on is what I say. I ain't blocking nobody. Chris, you don't even you're not even on your social media. Somebody's doing it for you. I still That's why you don't block anybody. Chris don't want to do block anybody because that, those, those 500,000 that you bought, you know what I mean? Yeah, They'll probably you, you show wish, up. <laughs> you wish. You wish. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't block, but hey, whatever. DJ zone. But here's here's my point. And you're right. Look, fans can do what they want. And you're right. As a player, you can't be, you can't let that get to you. We, we're in New York, Rob. You and I both covered the Knicks. I mean, how many oh. times have they booed the home team? Now, brutal. you brutal. could turn around and say, well, that's why they don't get any free agents. Or that's one reason. I don't know if that's the case, but, you know, that that's something that would say that. Yeah, maybe you should treat your stars better. And then maybe you, you might get one in the future. But what I would say, Rob, is that I'm sorry, Memphis fan. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you're within your rights to boo John Morant and tell him, go home, go sit down, we don't need you, whatever you were saying. Are you crazy though? Like, you're Memphis. You ain't you ain't a free agent destination. You're not just about to get the next hot NBA young star to come to Memphis. You got one. This dude is the truth. And not only, Rob, is he great, but we said it. He is fun to watch. He is must-see TV. And you booing him? Again, within your rights, but are you crazy? Don't let this dude walk out. Don't give him any reason to leave. There's already enough reasons to leave. And I like Memphis. Been there a lot. But there's a lot of reasons to leave Memphis. And believe me, when it's time for him, you know, to sign that extension and all that, Around the NBA, they're gonna give him the reasons. They go all the players, front office people, agents, whatever, marketers. They will give him all the reasons he needs to leave your little small market. So don't give him some yourself. Let him know you love him and that you believe in him. And not to mention, it's just it's just short sighted, Rob. One game back and y'all lose, so you you're mad at him. Come on. 
Yeah, but it's just a handful of fans. You can't blame that on on the city. But of but if and, he takes it, you're right. It might have only been those couple of people. It could have been. I a don't couple know. Of I mean, maybe it was I, more. I, I, I don't think, know. Right. But I, still, I, in his mind, I'm not saying you got to treat him with kid gloves and all that. But in his mind, Rob, if he's like, man, nah, I remember I came back from injury. They they up there telling me to go back in in the on injured reserve. So I'm just saying. I'm just a saying. All right, trolling and rolling with Martin Weiss is next. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Trolling and rolling with Martin Weiss now. They see me trolling. Tom Brady. He's done. They hate it. Aaron Rodgers did not have a Pro Bowl season. Trying to kiss me right It's trolling or rolling. That's right. It's trolling or rolling. In this case, this is your first time hearing it. I'll break it down for you real quick. If Rob and Chris like the story that I read, you hear the roll sound. They see me rolling. And if they don't, you hear the troll sound. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Now, we're all sitting up here watching Tuesday Night Football. This is the second year in a row we've had games shuffled around due to COVID. But maybe we've accidentally found something beautiful. Not necessarily on Tuesdays, but Twitter last night was loving the idea of a Monday Night Football doubleheader. But instead of last minute, let's just put it on the schedule every year. Chris, trolling or rolling a Monday Night Football doubleheader every regular season Monday? I'm trolling it. Oh, man. Hey, hey, Didn't hey, they try hey, this hey, a few hey, years ago? At yes, least they a couple did. Weeks? Yeah, yep. yeah. It's just too early. I mean, it, it, you know, you aren't settled. Uh, you People getting home from work. Not us necessarily, but How still. How about the it's West just, Coast? Yeah, West Coast is incredibly early. So, no, nah, I'm trolling it. One game is enough. You get to highlight and focus in on that one game. I'm cool with it as it is. I'm trolling it as well. Oh man! Hey, 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 hey! Remember, hey, hey, hey. things are things are special because you don't overindulge. You don't right. have to up, do it too much. Like you know, you love ice cream, and then once you start working at the ice cream factory, guess what? You don't like it as much. One game is the marquee game on Sunday night. Monday night, we're good. Let's yep. not overdo a good thing. So you're going to start working at, at, at the NFL then, Rob, with your ice cream analogy? <laughs> How does that work out? I'm trolling that analogy. How about that? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. couple hey, Fox Sports hey, Radio. One thing that I know Tom Brady likes, I mean, uh, Rob Parker likes way more than ice cream, was watching Tom Brady get undressed by the New Orleans Saints on Sunday Night Football. Yes, including, I saw his dad bod, too, and it was not a pretty picture. But look, Including him running over to Saints acting head coach Dennis Allen and telling him some very not nice words we can't say on the radio. When asked about the altercation later, Brady said, we were just exchanging pleasantries. It was two football players being football players. Chris, trolling or rolling Brady's actions Sunday night as football players being football players. 
Trolling. Oh, man. Hate, hate, hate. First hate, of all, hate, it was a coach. Right. Thank it was you. one football player and a coach. So He's what, a no, coach. You respect you don't his need position. to be right talking to an opposing coach like that. And then there was a player with the Gardner. I can't remember his whole name. But there was a player in Brady's face right. from the Saints talking mad junk. And I didn't really see time going back at him like that. That would have been two football players going at each other. So, nah, that was that was weak. I hate to agree with Chris again, but I'm trolling Brady oh, on that. Oh, man. Hate, 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 do hate, that. Hate, you know what? If you want to take it to – he's not playing. He's right. not on the field. Take it out. Chris, you just said it. The guy was in his mug. Take it out on that guy. Yep. Call out one of the Saints on the field. And be big and bad, not some guy with a beer belly who's, who hadn't played football in 20 years. Come on, man. Stop it. Chris, that's, that's T.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's yeah, a nickelback for the Saints and one of the biggest trash talkers in the NFL. He was right? all he was, up. He and was you know, all in And, and I've said this quickly, Martin. Rob and I talked about this yesterday. I, I see a lot of deference to Brady. And I get it. He is the GOAT and all that. But you see a lot of players deferring to him. I think even when he slides, they're making sure they don't hit him. And, and things like that. And it was good to see this dude get up in his grill. It's football. You compete. Right, right. Well, you all may remember the Nickelodeon game last year. Javon Wims, a Bears receiver, ran up and punched the Saints DB in the face. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was the one that he hit in the face. So oh, I just, yeah, for all that trash talk. <laughs> so you can only imagine. But anyway, speaking of Tom Brady, he took a big hit in the MVP odds when the Saints put him in hell. Meanwhile, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor has rushed for a touchdown 11 straight games, first player since LT to do that in 2004, has over 1,500 yards rushing, 336 receiving, 19 total touchdowns, and he still got three more games. Chris, trolling and rolling, the MVP is Jonathan Taylor's to lose, or should oh, be Jonathan gosh. Taylor's to lose. Oh, trolling, trolling, trolling. Oh, man. Hey, hey, um, hey, and I get hey, it. You hey, said hey, should hey, be. Hey, hey, I admit hey, – I agree it shouldn't be a, a quarterback's award. Um, but even even if it were just wide open, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both have cases over Jonathan Taylor. I think it hurts Taylor that last year Derrick Henry rushed for over 2,000 yards, the fifth most in NFL history, and didn't get a vote. He rushed for more than 20 yards a game more, or almost 20 yards a game more, than Jonathan Taylor's averaging now and didn't get a vote. So, no, nah, I mean, look, I I wouldn't be mad if he won it. I don't think he has a chance, but um, I wouldn't be mad about it. But his to lose, no way. Yeah, I'm trolling it as well. Oh, man. Hey, 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 and basically, hey, too, hey, the hey, other hey, part hey, is winning, Chris. Like, right. winning. That's they they started out 1-4. and four. They're 8-6. and six. They're not even for, for sure to make the playoffs. And then you're talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers as the number one seed and the best record in the league. And I think that the winning is a big part of it. And he's having a phenomenal year. But I think you're right. Last year, Derrick Henry got no votes on 2,000 rushing yards. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And they're going to vote for a guy whose team won nine games and uh, (laughs) had 1,700 yards. That doesn't even make sense. All right, right. Martin, great stuff as always, brother. We appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all, too. All right, brother. Peace. Trash Talking Tuesday is now 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your turn to trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. 
Have your takes ready now. Wowsy, wowsy, woo, woo. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right. It is The Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's time for Trash Talking Tuesday. Don't you ever talk about me. It's Trash Talking Tuesday. It's your teeth, Reggie. I don't know whether to smile at you or kick a field goal, man. <laughs> your turn to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. 877-99 on Fox. Let's go. All right, let's kick it off with Robert in Georgia. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing? Uh, what's going on, you guys? You know, I'm sorry to say it, but I got to trash Rob Parker. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and the reason I got to trash Rob is because his takes on the uh, how important are the importance of the media and them controlling the narrative. I do think they're important, but he, the overstating of for so long, the media has been controlling the narrative of the players, and um, they've only been able to go speak their voices through the media. And if um, a, a media member has a gripe with the player or they uh, have a, a, their separate interests, they can control it now, but now the, their players, they get they get the right to uh, put their own point of view, their own spin, and not have it be dictated by the media. And I think it's only right. It's an even balance. You need – no, no, it's not. Because you're not going to read – and, and Rob, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I forgot it's trash talking. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's yeah, I, I, I totally disagree with you. All, All right, right, let's brother. go. Thank you. Uh, Joey in Florida, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing, Joey? Uh, it's actually Billy, but, you know – Things happen, but all right, sorry, Billy, man. Billy for having me on the show again. Yes. Trash and Rob G for getting his name wrong. That's right, Billy. Go ahead. No, nah, it, it happens. You guys do a fantastic job, Rob G, you too. But um, anyways, you. I'm trashing Mark Davis and the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm a huge Raider fan. I have been since they drafted my boy Darren McFadden out of Arkansas in 08. But, man, I'm sick and tired every year of these decisions he makes, like – um, we, we hired Hugh Jackson in 2011. He has a, a decent year. You know, we went 8-8. Eight and eight. We lost Jason Campbell and Darren McFadden in the same season. And yet, despite the fact that we were so bad and still went 8-8, eight and eight, he goes ahead and fires them. And then we have this failure experiment with Dennis Allen. Then we hire Jack Del Rio. We have some upside. And, you know, Derek Carr gets hurt. We have a down year. He goes ahead and fires Del Rio. And then we hire John Gruden. He doesn't do enough background information on the mistakes Gruden made. And all this crap happens, so now we're just fighting for mediocrity once again, and we're another joke. We're lucky we're not as bad as the Detroit Lions have been, or yet we'd be just as big of a joke. I'm sick of Mark Davis, man, him and that stupid bowl haircut. But you know what? I'm still a Raider fan, and hopefully we find some new ownership in the future. That sounds like another Rob G, a kindred spirit with Rob G. No doubt. Hey, Dr. Midnight in Toronto, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing? What's up, boys? How you guys doing? Doing good, What's up, man? Not too bad. I'm, I, first of all, congratulations. You guys have been hitting out of the park with the uh, re, with the Acapulco uh, show, so good job for you guys. But I'm trash you, you guys. But I'm trash <laughs> talking the Acapulco nevertheless, so sorry to uh, do that. Uh, <sighs> I'm trash talking for one reason, one reason only. Wednesdays, even though the worship Wednesdays 
One of the best parts of Wednesdays was the hot seat. What happened to the hot seat? It was a great source of comedy, a great source of knowledge. A lot of my sound bites on my phone are related to the hot seat. Whatever happened to it? Who could ever forget such uh, extraordinary segments as Rob G uh, trying to prove his case that ranch is the best condiment, whether or not Brian <laughs> Finley likes chocolate, and of course the most important thing, the the topic of whether or not pineapple belongs pineapple belongs on pizza courtesy of Nick Ba <laughs> and of course Rob, Rob Rob Parker saying that whether or not he was pregnant or not so I have that all on my phone that soundbite <laughs> yet we don't have anymore what happened to the hot seat bring back the hot seat bring back the hot damn son the current temperature is the odd right, couple are making it hot, at the hot seat there you go we beat uh, everybody down yeah we might it's as it simple down. as that Rob, there was in, nobody left. In Dudes were running People scared. Were, that's right. They were bloodied and beat up. How about right? Nolan and Indy? And Indy, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Nolan, who you trashing? Okay, well, I got to call an audible real quick in Omaha. I was going to trash Broussard's take earlier, but I'm trashing the last caller for <laughs> reverse trash talking a, a segment that you guys used to do that he loved. That was all him not talking trash. He was just, you know. I would use the euphemism that's not okay for radio, but, you know, he was, he was just loving that. Like, that wasn't trash talk. That was a love song. That was a, that was, that was a poet, it was poetry. He was going Shakespeare about how much he loves you. All right. That's a good thing. That's, that's a good no, that's trash fair. talk that's right, right there. It, he was. it wasn't a trashing in the true sense. Do we have time for I, Mace? What was he going to trash me for? All right, Mace. What take did not give that was excellent? Bruce Mace, Aaron, who probably. you trashing, Joe Namath? That's right. Mace in San Diego, <laughs> you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Let's spin the way back wheel. Who you trashing? Former Boston Celtic, Cedric Maxwell, <laughs> a.k.a. Cornbread. The stupidest nickname in sports next to former Steelers running back, Fast Willie Parker. I hate you so much that I refuse to eat cornbread. You have the audacity to call Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard of all time, Tragic Johnson. That did came back to haunt you. You ended up getting traded to those sorry Los Angeles Clippers in 1985 and spent the last three years of your career with that losing organization. Since you're retired, you should live up to your nickname by learning how to cook cornbread with the mentorship of the famous chef, Gordon Ramsay. Let's see how tough you really are. I bet if he screamed and belittled you like he does to everyone, you'd be crying like a little schoolgirl. You would be so sad, you would call up your old teammate, Danny Ainge, to come help you. I bet Danny Ainge wouldn't do jack. Danny Ainge is a fake tough guy who always looked like he wanted to cry with his little poopy face. Just ask Robert Ory, who threw a towel in his face and did nothing. Just show the world how soft you guys really are. You should both get together and start a YouTube channel. With the two of you having a tea party with Raggedy Ann and Andy and little bunny foo-foo. <laughs> Mace. Mace in the place. All right. We got, we got time for any more or are we, we no, good? that's it. Chris, how All about right. you? You trashing anybody? Who you trashing? Uh, you trashing Nick Wright for that uh, take today? MVP? How do you have uh, oh, Mahomes yeah, over Brady? Yeah, I should trash Nick. That was he, a little strange there. I, I, I look, and I'm a Mahomes guy, but no, that you can't have him ahead of time, Brady. At this point, I'm not gonna get mad at him having Aaron Rodgers number one. You know, because Rodgers is obviously he's right there. Um, right. But yeah, no way. He had T.J. Watt too. As a defensive player, um, problem for TJ is same as Jonathan Taylor, Rob. They're seven, six, and one. 
Yeah, Lawrence Taylor as off. defensive Chris, player to win they're it. They're not winning MVPs off yeah. that, Chris. You know, nah, that. you gotta, you gotta win. You gotta win. All right, it's the I Couple wrapping up a Trash Talk Tuesday. Go to iCloud, iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Download, subscribe, five stars, and a comment. Peace.